Welcome back to Jay Tennessee's. I'm Jay Reese. I am Jay Suave. And we are back with another episode. If you tuned in last week, I just want to say thank you. And if you're new, welcome. Today, we have a very special episode as we're going back in time a little bit, a little time travel. We're going back to our high school, middle school days, you know, back playing football, you know, pads, everything. You know, you excited, bro? I am excited because if y'all don't even know, that's kind of how me and Jerry's actually met was through football. We had a class together, our, well, at least my freshman year, his sophomore year. But that was kind of one of the things that kind of brought us together just as friends. So. Yeah, man, football and bringing people together. Yeah, and, and don't even try to make this seem like y'all are living in the past. No. No, we're not We're not living in the past. I just, it's just nice to reminisce every now and then about what had happened. Most definitely. It's good, it's so, good to talk about with the guys mm-hmm. what happened. So this is the one episode we're going to lay everything out. You know, um, probably won't come back to it, so you can't say we are living in the past. <laughs> It's our one episode talking about it. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. You know, football, uh, everybody knows, is a real physical sport. You know, I don't think I've had any moments where I got, like, um, like what was his name? Like Sean Taylor, laid out dude in the Pro yeah. Bowl. Never had a moment like that. But let me know any of your, you know, this is a real physical moment, a real physical sport moment, you know, in the game of football. I didn't really, <clears throat> well, it, it, it happened in middle school, most definitely. And I had a really physical team in middle school, and my team, my, te- my team was a bunch of dogs. I'll say that. And probably our best player, I'm not even going to name drop him, but um, our best player, we, we usually, like, did these hitting drills before practice, like, for real started. We did that. And one time, like, bro, it was, like, 5 in the morning. Well, not even 5. It was probably, like, 5.50, 6 o'clock. And when I tell y'all... <laughs> This man, for first hit, this man almost takes my helmet off. And, like, we're, we're like, halfway into the season. Like, I, I know that a lot of people go through the motions, like, whenever it's, like, pre-practice drills, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I get that some people take it seriously, some people don't. But I feel like this guy kind of had, like, a vendetta against me, too. Because we didn't really like each other. Because I, oh, okay. I used to hit him back, too. So, Bro was waiting for the moment, just like oh, Draymond. Yeah, most definitely. I hit him back, too. But this man almost took my helmet off one time, and I was just like, bro, you doing way too much <laughs> at 6 o'clock in the morning. But that's when I figured out it was like a for real physical sport. Because, I mean, I, I played tackle football from, what, third grade all the way up until senior year of high school. But I never like really noticed until I got to middle school. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm seeing people who are a couple inches taller than me, who weigh like 30, 20, 30 more pounds than me, so whenever I kind of saw that, I definitely, like, pe- people in middle school definitely like to pick on you, too. And I, I wasn't even a small kid in middle school. I was a pretty big kid. But at the same time, it was also like, dang, this is really physical. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I definitely had that mo- had one of those moments. I didn't play football, tackle, or, like, any organized football before until I got to middle school. So I have been pl- I played a lot of, you know, just pick up, just a lot of um, games with my friends. I got to seventh grade. Did a whole year of tackle football. Ain't no problems, right? I thought it was. I was like, oh, this is light work. Like people always complaining about this is this is hard. This is phys- this is too physical. I don't know what they're talking about. I get to eighth grade and I'm thinking it's more the same. You know, that year I'm finally starting at corner, and then um, it was a game against Clark, and I get a pick six first, like first drive of the game, right? Ball lands in my hands. Boom, I'm gone. I'm chilling, right? I'm playing corner the rest of the game. Later that game, my coach was like, because I played both, because you had to play both ways in middle school. So I was playing running back, and I was playing corner. So I'm over at running back. He's like, hey, coach. He, uh, he coach was like, hey, come over here, Reese. He's like, 
I'm going to put you in. Because he, he's an old dude, so he has one of those raspy ones. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you in right now. I was like, all right. And then we ran a pitch play to the left, okay? And then um, l- trips to the left, you know, um, it was a it was a um, single back backfield. It wasn't a... It wasn't a shotgun. It was single back. So um, center was under under um, quarterback was under center. So I just want and the, it was set up perfectly, right? If I would if I had done this, if everything went right, right? If everything went to plan, I would score a touchdown. But I'm gonna let you guess what happened during this play. Everything went wrong, bro. I, I, you you had to story tell this for me, bro, because right. I want to imagine. Okay, okay. Not everything went wrong. All right. Plays perfect to the left, right? I'm ready right behind um, my quarterback, my boy T. Rent. I'm like, I'm ready for this, baby. Let's go, let's go. And let me tell you, back in um, back in middle school, I was I was stupid, right? Like, cause when I got to high school in the ninth grade, I was only um, I was like uh, less than 108 pounds. And then, so imagine how much I weighed in middle school. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. All right, and I'm over here. I'm, I'm ready, right? So ball snap. I'm running, right? I'm thinking, I got this. I'm about to go score a freaking touchdown. I'm the greatest in the world. I got to pick six, my second touchdown of the game right here, baby. Catch the ball. And then the thing is, though, when I caught the ball, I was on the right side of the field. All the blocks were on the left side of the field. (laughs) So so my quarterback threw it over his shoulder while he's getting hit. I catch the ball. I look up. I see a big old D-head running full speed at me while I'm trying to stop and grab the ball. Oh, no. Boom! I was tasting colors, bro. It was. I was like, okay. I was like, uh, that that that's how that's how I feel to get hit. Now I see, I see. Bro said, welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to defense, bro. I was like, oh my goodness. And my, I go over to the sideline. My coach over there laughing. He's like, if you would have went the right way, you would have scored. I was like, I know. I didn't go the right way though. Crazy. Crazy bro. thing is, during practice, I kept going the wrong way and everything. But then later that season, I get in that running back, and I ha- I have big holes, and I go through the holes, and it's just me, a, a, a linebacker, a safety. But I'm over here because um because I wasn't starting um on at running back, so um the dudes in front of me, they were trucking people and all of that. I was like, oh, I can do that. It's like that's light. I'm over here trying to truck people, and I'm I'm shifty, so like if I try if I try to juke them, I'm going to juke them. But I wasn't trying to juke. I was just trying to run people over at like 80, 90 pounds. So it wasn't working out too good for me. Yeah. But there there was also this happened in my sophomore year of high school. It was my first year on varsity and this didn't even happen to me. I mm-hmm. watched it happen. And it was so bad. So one of my boys, I was on the offensive line with Eduardo. When I tell you he was on punt, he was a long snapper. And we played Frisco High School. He's running down there and bro catches the ball. This man, Eduardo, got blindsided so bad. It was insane. Like, you watch it back on film and you're like, holy, that guy might have mm-hmm. just died. If, like, you didn't know, you'd be like, yeah, that kid's dead. <laughs> and when I tell you, this man got up and ran to the wrong sideline. <laughs> he ran to the wrong sideline and doesn't even remember running to the wrong sideline. And then he comes back and it's just like, bro, it was our last game of the year. Mm-hmm. So it was like he 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 was a, he was good. But, you know, he did ha- he did have a concussion. So Yeah. Definitely <laughs> definitely going to the wrong sideline, you got a concussion. Yeah, he had a concussion. Man, there was another moment in my 10th grade year. It was in a practice and they um I was in that corner my boy Shannon, he's a left tackle. Uh, no, he's a, he was a right tackle. So it was a screen pass to the right side, and um, I'm over here about to blow up the screen. I juke out Shannon, 
And then he cuts the running back cuts back inside towards the middle of the field. I'm like, okay. I go around Shannon. I go towards the middle of the field where the um, towards the linebackers, and he cuts back outside again. So I'm like, God, I don't know what this dude doing. This dude suck. I'm about to go tackle him because this running back is like the third, fourth string running back. So I know I'm about to tackle him and everything. And he's running back to the um, right side of the field. I'm like, oh, I got it. I plant my feet in. I turn my head. Shannon's there waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Big left tackle. I mean, right <laughs> tackle. Bro's like 6'3". And I'm just like, oh, snap. Boom. Knocks me, it knocks me over. Yeah. I'm just that, there. That's that old line work. I'm, I'm that's just, that old line work. I'm just there laying on the ground like, what just happened? Shane is like, hey, come on, big dog. You good? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I guess I am. I was like, I guess I am. Like, that's, bro was big, man. That's that old line work for you, baby. Come man, on now. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten trucked, though. I think I've I've always got, like, people are trying to truck me. But I get the tackle anyway, so I don't really count that as a truck. You feel me? My trench babies, my trench dogs. Man. One more time, I realized, nah, this is this is physical. It was when my senior year. I know you seen, remember the clip of, because oh, um, no. <laughs> it was a busted coverage, right? It wasn't my fault. It was the other side of the field. So we're, I was in cover. No, I was in, um, I was in man, and then on the other side of the field, they're in cover three, and my the corner didn't go deep on cover three. He he sat there like because he thought it was cover two. So it was a free post shot across the um across where his hash would be. Yeah. So they threw the post shot, but I'm there. So cause I had to make up speed. So I came over. I'm like, I'm about to get to tackle this dude. Cause I was having a pretty good game. It's my first game starting on varsity. And then bro stiff arms me. When I say I got dribbled, bro <laughs> dribbled me, scored a touchdown and like the the stiff arm wasn't the worst part of that situation. The worst part was after, and then you said, "Bro, you're on Twitter." I was like, "What do you mean I'm on Twitter?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean I'm on Twitter?" Yo, I saw this man on Twitter the night of, bro. It's just me getting dribbled on Twitter, bro. <laughs> the night of, I see Jerry's getting stiff armed on Twitter, and it was really the funniest thing I'd seen throughout my whole high school career. Man, that was insane, bro. Bro, and. I have another one. This isn't even like anything physical, mm-hmm. but when I whenever this happened, bro, like, I there's no coming back from this. So we ended up playing Reedy High School my junior year. We lost that game by forty, bro. It was bad, but we had a play. It, it, it was it was a run play, and then I don't know which run play it is, but they have a linebacker. His his name was Will Harbor. Oh and my I know, goodness! I, I know Will. <laughs> you know Harbor. Will Harbor. He dude. he plays for the Naval Academy right now. And when I tell y'all, I went up to go block this man. This man juked me out of my shoes, <laughs> and I was on my knees. <laughs> I Bro was. Had you on your knees. I was on my knees, and I'm just looking at my sideline, and I'm looking at our like side of the stadium where like all mm-hmm. of our fans are. And I'm like, bro, everybody just saw me on my knees. <laughs> like, I, there's no coming back from this at all. And then I'm walking back to the huddle, and Will is, Will is talking to the other linebacker. He's like, bro, I just juke 65 out of shoes. <laughs> I was like, sheesh. Bro, I've been juke that bad too, bro. It was my first game as safety because I didn't play safety at all. And mm-hmm. Our safety got hurt my senior year when I finally got moved to varsity. So I played one game of corner. And I started playing safety and, cor- and corner and nickel. So I was playing all over the field. It was my so this is my first game at safety. It was right after the bye, and then um, I was still getting used to it because I was like I wasn't ready. For, I wasn't like I didn't have an experience of it in a game setting, so I'm over here getting used to that. And then 
Um, one of the receivers caught the ball. Bro's running towards me. I'm like, I'm about to hit him real quick. I, I chop my feet, get ready to get low and break the tackle. Bro said, yink, yink. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was, bro, I was in the late nene, bro. I had one I had one hand back like I'm playing oh, Twister. No. Other hand backwards. in the air. Other hand in the air, bro. But, and the thing is, this is independence. So my boys are on the other sideline laughing. Like, oh, Jay Reese. Like what's happening? I'm over here stuck. I'm like, oh, like bro, it's like that um that oh um, meme. I went, oh, oh my god. Like I got I got juked, bro. I was like, dang, bro scored the touchdown too. So it was <laughs> even worse. Like I was the last hit of the fence, bro. That is insane. Bro. Like I've I've never been juked before, and that was the only time I've ever been juked. And bro, when I tell you, I got my ankles snatched from me. Like I was not ready because I'm normally snatching the ankles. Same that, bro. That was the last time I, I went. I was juked, bro. By Will Harbor, I was like, <laughs> I'll never end up like that again. That was the first and last time I was ever juked. Boy, I was working on my footwork on the sideline. Boy, <laughs> I was like, that won't happen to me again. Man, talking about um, varsity experiences. What was your first varsity experience, man? So my first varsity experience was actually well. I'll just talk about the scrimmage I did first, and mm-hmm. we're on our, well, we watch film, of course, and we're on our way to the scrimmage, and I find out that the guy I'm going against mm-hmm. is a Notre Dame commit. <laughs> <laughs> and my, this, keep in mind, y'all, I am a sophomore at this point. My school just opened that year. I'm on varsity, and it's just like, bro, th- this guy's a senior Notre Dame commit. And I'm just like, ain't no way. And um, the school was Nolan Catholic. They also um, had their running back who I think he plays for, I don't know, Washington now. His name's Emeka. But, um, yeah, bro, it, it was just – that was a pretty bad scrimmage for me, I'll say. But it honestly kind of – it gave me kind of a sense of what to – Expect. Yeah, it gave me a sense of what to mm-hmm. expect. And for me to, like, get that as my first experience, I was like, okay. Like, I need to be to the point where if if I can block a guy like this, I can block anybody. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So that was really – that was a really good first experience, but also a really bad first experience. <laughs> that guy was killing me. So. Man, I've also – I was also cooked in my first scrimmage, man. <laughs> it was my senior year. That's when I finally got on varsity. And I played good that whole last season back when I was on JV because that was my first time getting experience at um, – getting a chance to be a starter because, you know, there was, like, a whole bunch of upperclassmen that were starting yeah. over me. So the, um, junior year, I was a, a starter on JV. Then I did really – I played really, really well in the spring um, spring ball. Then we got to the summer seven-on-seven seven tournaments, and I, I wasn't playing that great. And then um, my – and then I, I was like – I wasn't really, you know – I wasn't serious about football, so I skipped a whole month of practice in July. I didn't go to any practice in July. I didn't play the first two games, and then that. But that scrimmage, um, I got. I, I didn't do really good either. So when I finally got a chance to play, um, for real in like an actual game, this was um, the third game of the season. We were going against Red Oak, and they were getting we were getting blown out. So they put they had put me in, and then um, it was at the like halfway through the second um, halfway through the second quarter. So I'm a, I'm gonna lay it out for you, right? I'm gonna tell you the story, right? They put me in that corner. I'm in the game. I'm like, all right, like um, we're getting blown out. I can't do much worse in the corners that we're in because we're obviously getting um, um, cooked right now. So I'm over here, and there we're in um, base coverage. So um, to the to the strong side of the field or wherever it has the most receivers, we're playing cover four. On the back side, we're either playing cover two or we're playing cover um, three. So I'm on the back side. I'm playing cover three. I have a single receiver on my side, on the short side of the field, on the left side. 
And then on the other side, they got trips. And then the play starts. I'm in cover three, so I'm squeezing the hash because the quarterback's looking over to his right side, trying to look me off and throw a um, to throw a go route on the left side of the field where I'm guarding. And then he does that the first play, and then he um, overthrows it. But the thing is, I, when I speed turn, I get there really quick. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, I was like, okay, I was like, I can, I can get the ball if he does that again, because they th- they think they can test me because I'm I'm not very tall. So next play, they got kind of the same formation. I'm like, no shot. They run the same play, and they target me again. I'm like, that's gonna be dumb. <laughs> they do the same thing. They look me to, look over to the right. I squeeze the hash, but I don't squeeze as hard because I expect the um, ball coming my way. He looks back over, and I'm like, I'm ready. Speed turn. The ball's up in the air, and then I beat him to the ball. I catch the ball, get tackled, but I get the interception, and that's um that was the first that was like the second play I ever played on a regular on a varsity game. I'm over hype. I'm running with the ball like I had just scored. I'm like even yeah, though we're down by like yeah, we're coach. down like by thirty, yeah, but everyone's like yeah let's go let's go because the game because uh day before that um coach was like hey Reese I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna be honest with you. If you don't wear gloves t- um, tomorrow for the game, I'm not gonna let you dress, cause, <laughs> cause all spring ball and all practice, all I do was all I did was drop footballs. So he was, I was like, wearing no gloves as a corner is insane. I was like, okay. I didn't think I needed them, and, but I, I put them on and I got an interception. So I guess I and, need. And them. that means you got no drip. And then, and then coach that came over to me and he said, he said, what I tell you about them damn gloves? It's like what I tell you. I was like, oh, I was like, I guess he was right. I guess he was right. But then that season went pretty good for me. I had three interceptions on the, on the season. I had an inner, um, I had a fump force fumble, and then early in the season, bro, like that first game, because after that week we went to the bye. Then I told you about when I got dribbled. Yeah. But um, that week, because they were like, "All right, we're gonna play man," like halfway through the game, because like um, zone, they were cook, they were cooking the zone, and I like, I was I wasn't great at man, so I was like, I was like, what? He's like, no, we're running man. First play, I'm in man. The runs are an out route. Yank yank. And got got my ass like oh, oh no it's like oh, oh no. no I was like I was like all right let me do the, let me get my get back let me get get back get back next play my man think press beats the press gone hit hit me on a post they didn't throw them the wall they was looking this way <laughs> I was like I was like oh shit <laughs> I was like oh shit and then um, we ain't ran man the rest of the game so like okay that's bet so during the practice we ran a lot more man I got better throughout the season bro and it all led up to when um, ultimately I played Ryan Watts. He was, I think, he went a little, not a um, he went a, he went um, to little um, he went a little um, mm-hmm. he was a little um, he was their best player on the whole team. He played receiver and he played corner, so he's playing both sides of the ball. He was the best receiver and he's the, obviously the best corner. He's playing right now for um, University of Texas, so he's their best receiver. And then halfway through the uh, halfway through the game, they make an adjustment because my boy Norm, Norman was on the other side and we were playing a lot of zone that game. And then my boy Norman, he was he was getting cooked. And then I was like, I was like, all right. And then they're like, hey, switch, hey, I want y'all to switch sides, switch sides, because I was at that point I was already a starter and I was playing both. And that was when our safety came back, so I was I was still playing safety a little bit sometimes, but I was playing mostly corner again. So I was playing corner, and they had said, I want you to guard him. So it was just me, him, press, right. I had a little bit of safety help, and lock, bro. I had him on locks. Like the one time, I, the one time, uh, me and Norman forgot to switch, he scored a touchdown. But every other other time, had him on locks, cause that's when I realized, hey. I'm gonna start holding. I'm gonna start holding. I was holding James Rabbit. Like it wasn't a bean hold. Like because every corner um, that plays football holds a little bit. Yeah. So I was just a little. It was a little holds. There was one. Oh, there was one play that I still think about today because I'm really mad it happened. He threw a deep ball. I'm in man. I'm at his hip. Right. I'm running side by side with him. They throw it, and then I have one arm. 
out and I have one arm. It's just still on the hip because I knew I was going to pick it off. So I just swatted the ball away. And then they had called pass interference on me. I was like, what? I was like, I'm at the hip. I'm up for the ball. I was like, I'm doing it. Like, there's no, there's nothing you can call passing interference on right there. And they're like, I was over tripping. But we won that game, locked them up. And then that was our, the ninth game of the season we had. And then the game after was when we played Lone Star. You know, <laughs> you know, bro. If you don't know who the starting receiver was for, um, for Lone Star at the time, it was Marvin Mims. Like, like Marv. That's like I was like. I was like, that's my guy, Marv, over there, but I'm not guarding, bro. Like, bro, like that, y'all understand, that season, bro broke the record for state in the state for most receiving yards in a single season. I was like, I'm not guarding him, man. They're like, we want you to press him. I was like, I don't know what you, I don't know who we is. I don't know who you is. I'm not, I'm not pressing him. You better get Kyle over here. Kyle runs track. Kyle's the fat, probably the second fastest player on our team. Have him guard him. Bro, when I tell y'all, after the Little Elm game, I probably saw, like, Five Snapchats of everyone cheering and be like, "We finna, we finna go beat Lone Star and go to playoffs, bro." Not me, <laughs> not me. I ain't say that shit. That was bro, stupid. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I saw all night. Because Jay came to that game and Jay was like, "Look at Jay Reese out there." He's like, "That boy's scared. That boy got a car bomb. That boy's scared. Look at the yelling at the sideline, bro." Because because the gameplay was a double team and, and Kyle wasn't there, so I was in the single coverage against Marvin Mims. I was like, I was like, "Hey, coach." Where the hell's Kyle? And then Kyle came over. Kyle got tired after a play. Then they took him out because he just had got off of offense. So I was pressing on him. And then he ran the screen. I got him on the screen. Bro, stiff on me out of bounds. <laughs> I remember that. But, <laughs> hey, I got the tackle because he went out of bounds too. So I got the tackle. Bro, he ain't go down though. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> stiff on bro, bro didn't advance the ball. Bro did not advance the ball. Oh, my God. Because it's a screen, bro. He I was, know. Hey, he was outside the hey, numbers. Good. <laughs> I did my job. And then later he got one pass on me, which was like a hook route. I uh, I tried to tackle him. Bro was strong. Had had a wait. I just held him still till the uh, safety got there. And that was like the second. That was the best receiver I guarded that season. The second best was probably your cousin. And then and then we played really good that game. It was like a real back and forth. Not Lone Star. Lone Star. We lost seventy to seven, man. But uh, yeah, that um, was a terrible game. And, and even at least my first varsity experience, <clears throat> at least for game wise. We ended up playing Salina and Toyota Stadium. If y'all know, that's the FC Dallas Stadium. Yeah. And Salina was Salina was really good those couple of years. I'm pretty sure they went seven and three the year we lost to them. And they were they were like one of the best teams in three A or four A at the time. And that being our first game was insane. We lost fifty five to zero, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we I ended up playing this one guy. He was like. 6'5", like 190, playing D-end. And then the other guy, his name's Kagan Roach. He plays for the University of North Texas right now, I'm pretty sure. And it was just one of the craziest. Like, I even had a pair of cleats. We we had custom cleats that year because, like, I don't, I don't know how, like, Frisco did things, but we had custom cleats. And the paint literally was coming off of my cleats because I was sweating, bro. Like, like the sweat from my helmet coming off, dripping on my shoes, bro. And then my cleats are just, like, generic now, bro. It was so bad. But it was honestly – it was a really fun game. We ended up <clears> – the one game we won that year was against a team that opened up a year before us, Lebanon Trail. And that was the most fun game I probably ever played of football I think that I was year. at that game when Niles and Adam both got ejected. That was the year after. Oh, that was the year after? Yeah. 
So <clears throat> the the year that we won, it, it was a crazy game. It was like forty five to forty three or something like that, or forty. It was like forty five, forty one maybe. I know they couldn't get a field goal because they tried to score, but at that point, bro, it we had to. We ended up having to score on a drive with like five minutes left in the game. We end up throwing just a little quick screen to the left side of the field. Our wide receiver Jacoby's over there, and it they they got two receivers over there. One receiver blocks, and I'm playing left tackle at the time. So I go out, I go get the corner. When I tell you. I cracked that man, bro. It was crazy. And Jacoby took that thing like 45 yards. He got fetched. I was so mad, y'all. I was so mad. I was like, ain't no way we're really about to run another play after we ran this screen. But it, that, that was like one of my favorite plays from high school in general. We ended up losing every single other game. But like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was our first year open. You can't even blame us, bro. Well, I blame you, though. You can blame me all you want, bro. But definitely that, that was... The probably the most fun I've had in the game because, like, it was actually competitive, bro. Like, we didn't have one of those for a minute. And then just basically after the game, we were all hyped, screaming and stuff like that. We are like, yeah, reading next week. That didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we, we took our picture. I still, got the, I still got the poster of us after that game. And everyone just had a smile on their face, bro. It, it was a big moment for us. Man, I'm going to bring it back to what I was um, saying about your cousin, Evan Stewart. Because yeah. that game, I, we played him. It was his sophomore year, I think. And it was it was a really good game. But um, what had happened was it was, like, so close that they were on a game win. They were on a, going on a game winning drive, right? So they threw it deep to Evan Stewart. I was a deep safety. And I was in cover two, so I was the only safety back there. And it, it was a jump ball between me and him. And Evan Stewart's a big uh, big receiver, and I'm 5'8". So that boy got hops. Too. I had to make a business decision there. It's either I go try to get the interception in the jump ball, and get moss and scored on, <laughs> or I just let, I let him, I go up with, with him, let him catch it, just so I can tackle him and we can play another down. I decided to let him play another down, right? People might get on me like you got moss, I'm like nah, man. I let him catch that thing because either it's either he scored there or we uh, um or we keep him down and get another chance to stop him. If it was me, I would have jumped up there and swatted it. And see, I would have got moss. I already know. They were his, it was his um their best player, and then yeah. the other best player was that quarterback. That quarterback was swole, big dude, like he took off. I think he had a linebacker at quarterback. Yeah, they they had Keldrick Luster. Like bro was over there, bro. Like I remember because I was at I was playing corner and safety that game. So when I was at corner, I came from the other side of the field to tackle him. I was getting dragged. Uh, my boy came over. He was getting dragged. Another dude came over, jump on his back. He was getting dragged. It took four people to bring him down to the ground. So yeah, it was man. like, like it was swole, he was swole, bro. But then I remember they put me back. So I was still at safety, but I was playing backside now. And then that's where Evan Evan was. So we had double teamed him because they were going to try to throw a slant to him. So he had a corner over top playing cover three, and I was underneath. So they threw the slant. I knew it. I was right there to pick off the slant. And then if they threw overthrew him, I was able to tip it or anything. And we had the corner in the back getting it. And on the other side, we had my boy AJ. AJ got the game ceiling interception. And I got to say, that's because I let him catch that ball. I let him catch that ball. If I didn't let him catch that ball, because – like, our offense was good, but I didn't trust our offense to go down in, like, a minute to go score all the way down the field. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and stop him right here and just let him catch this thing and then rather than him go score on me. So I was like, hey, I made a business decision then. But let's talk about um, pregame because, you know, before every game. Um, before we get into oh, that. Oh, before, before, okay. I also want to talk about Evan Stewart. 
when I tell you, whenever we played this man, <clears throat> it, it wasn't even the fact that he had, like, big catches. But when I tell you, this man would catch a screen and take it 60 yards. <laughs> and, no, and bro, it, it, it's, it was crazy watching him real life, bro. And we, we, were, we were literally talking, like, two weeks before the game. I was at his crib. We were like, yeah, bro, ain't no way we lose to y'all, bro. And I, we were both talking our mess mm-hmm. to each other at his crib. I was talking to his dad. And I was like, we were just like, we'll see, basically. And I was so mad because the offense had the game of their lives. We scored, like, 55 points and still lost. Like, there's no reason to <laughs> score 55 and still lose. But you, you got Evan. You got Keldrick Luster, bro. That was a dynamic duo that year for sure. And de- definitely East too. The be- best player I've seen in high school, most definitely. So You ain't seen Marvin Mims play. You ain't seen Bro, I promise you. you I promise you East too was better. You don't know about that, Marvin. Marvin Mims <laughs> broke the record for receiving yards in a single season in the state of Texas, bro. Like, bro was a Denver Bronco. <laughs> bro. You you gonna you gonna see Evan in the draft next All year? Right, we'll see. We'll see. He gonna he gonna be in that draft in Green Bay. Uh-huh. He gonna go to a team make him great. Bro, bro, comes to the Philadelphia Eagles makes you sick. Bro, I'll cry. <laughs> come to the Panthers, bro. <laughs> bro, y'all be straight. <laughs> y'all be straight. Y'all, y'all got Adam Thielen. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's go ahead and talk about our pregame rituals. I'm gonna go ahead and say mine first because it's not much. But um, just before starting in the tenth grade. Before every game, I don't know how it happened, but I had one good game, and that was because I had to listen to Post Malone before the, every every game. Yeah. So I made it after that every game before we played. I had a Post Malone playing either an album or some of his songs. I remember my um, junior year, I played a lot of Beer Bongs and Mentally. I put listen to that album a whole bunch, and then um, that's all. That's really all my post uh, pregame rituals. I did that, ate a little, ate a little food, ate a little chicken, and then got into the game. What about you, man? For me, bro, we, me, me and my boy Omar, we started this. It was the year that um, the second Creed came out. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it was my junior year, so it might have been his senior year. And we were in that thing. And when I tell you, we, we would do the one foot in. We would do the one foot in technique that they did inside the tire. You know what I'm talking about? can't remember, man. It's well, been a while since I've seen Creed too. We'll, we'll have to show you. But we did the... Um, we did that, and then we literally j- just be boxing and stuff like that, basically. And that was our pre- that was our pregame ritual technique type thing. And then we like after that we'd run out the tunnel stuff like that. We we obviously do like a pregame prayer before with like everybody, mm-hmm. but then after we'd get the whole offensive line and just get everybody. We we do our like little own prayer like behind the bench and stuff like that. Make sure everybody's straight. Make sure everybody's locked in, basically, because we were the closest unit on the team. Mm-hmm. Like. There was no other unit that did stuff yeah. with each other like we that's, did. That's every um, – I feel like that's every school, though. Every offensive line, every um, offensive line group is always the closest people yeah, on this field. most definitely. And then there was a song I listened to um, before every game I played. And the thing is, I, I started listening to it, like, my eighth grade year, but I didn't start listening to it before every game until, like, my sophomore year. And because – it's because of this guy that shoots videos – his name is I B Fury. How do you? I don't know how to say his name, but like, it's just I B I F I R I dot M P four, and he literally. I, I watched his videos all throughout middle school and high school, and he dropped this one video on 
Texas high school playoffs. And I was watching the whole thing, and I was literally, like, watching the video crying because I'm like, this is so <laughs> beautiful, bro. Like, and, and, he, and that's the song he had in there. And he would have teams, like, have, like, all the kids running around, like, with all the, like, one-school cities and stuff like that. And it's just crazy to see, like, how how towns can really be behind one school like that. You see guys getting emotional over, like, their last games, state championships in the playoffs and stuff. Like, it, like seeing him really shoot all of that and capture all of that emotion that they had was insane, and I, and I really liked it. And that, and he had that song on the video, and I was like, I'm going to listen to this song every time because it, it, it gets me to feel football, I got bro. You. It gets you going. Yeah, like it literally makes me feel like I'm about to play football. And then other than that, I just listen to whatever, whatever is going on in the locker room, really. And that, that was mainly it. Besides, I, I'd always we, – we had like um, – <clears throat> we always had like a couple guys getting taped too. We had like all of our trainers – I only let one person tape me, bro, because they they own the other people. I was just like, y'all are y'all are good trainers, y'all mm-hmm. are amazing, but I'm only letting the main people tape me, bro. I ain't gonna lie, because they be making my stuff too tight, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't they even, know how you like it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it didn't even feel good if it wasn't them for real. Then at the same time, what's it called? I, I'd always, I for, I forget. There was one more thing. It might come back to me later, but but we can go on. Um, you know, I like like we said earlier, we've been playing football for a while, right? Yeah. I was playing for six years, and then you played um, even longer than I did. Do you have any moments where you felt like quitting, or any doubts when you were playing football? I didn't necessarily feel like quitting ever, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. I've only had my doubts once, and that was whenever COVID hit. So, whenever COVID had hit. And we couldn't go back to school. It was like March 13th at the time. We had a, I think we had a, um, what's it called, track meet that day. And after that, we go back home, realize that we can't go back to school. And we, we, like, we didn't even get any information about football. We still had workouts and everything. We'd go to the workouts, but we, we'd be wearing masks and stuff like that. We had to bring our own water jug, stuff like that. So it was cool. But during that whole summer, like that we didn't know what was gonna go on. Like I didn't I didn't think we'd get a season, like for real. And it was one of it was one of the moments in my life I was like, Well, what am I gonna do if this doesn't work out? And that was one of the things like I was really skeptical about because I didn't have any offers coming out of my junior year. Like I, the year I got all my offers was my senior year. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like what am I really going to do? Because, like, other than that, I, I've played football at that point for the last mm, eight years, nine years at that point. And I'm like, it, it's been my life, so what would I really do without it? And I, I was just like, that was my, and COVID was kind of like a depressing time for me, too. And... Yeah, it, it was just kind of a depressing time. So it was just one of those things I was like, mm, like, it was just crazy, bro. And then I, I ended up, it was like July, and we ended up getting news from UIL saying that we were going to have a football season. And I was like, oh, my goodness, let's get this back going, baby. And I was excited. 
we ended up I ended up working working out like three times a day. And that just the most exciting thing. We started football season in September, like the middle of September, which you'll never do because you always start like mm-hmm. August thirty first. Yeah. So like that that was a pretty good time for me. We ended in December, but that was really the only time I've ever had my doubts. So Yeah, man. Um yeah, I know that must have been real hard on you because you know you like you said you were playing for a real long time. You know, I've also had my doubts, um, specifically when I was a junior, because when I was a junior, like I said, I was a JV. I was on um, JV as a junior, and then all my other friends they're on varsity, and I'm I'm the only one on um, JV. So um, I was already not feeling pretty great. But then I had a couple people like, "Hey, yo, man, like this dude, this dude sucks, man. Like, why you even, why you even?" Um, hanging with them and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, dang, like, like I really, that really hit me. Cause like, cause like, y'all supposed to be my boys and y'all over here talking about me and about how my back and stuff. So I took that a little personal, but that's not really what made me lose my kind of um, my love for the game. But it was really mm-hmm. coaching, cause um, I had a coach that you know ain't really. I felt like really didn't um, mess with me. Um, I don't know if he actually did or didn't. So um, and I don't plan on asking him that. But um, it's just I didn't feel like he was he didn't he didn't like me, so that whole that whole season right I would go through games do practice, and then um, he ain't met I just had the feeling he wasn't messing with me, and then I remember one game that season I had got an interception it wasn't a great interception it was pretty it was pretty okay, but um, but he wasn't at the game so he heard about it, and then um, I was ha- happy for it because I was having a really good year that year, and then. Um, he was like, "Oh, I heard you got an interception. That's pretty, pretty good." I was like, "I was like, thanks, coach, but like, like that's my position, coach, right? I want to hear him get hyped for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, um, hype me up." And there was one game. Um, I had one. I had one defensive player of the week for that game because it was like, it was they were in the red zone and they had thrown. It was first down, they had thrown my way to the guy I was guarding. I broke it up. The second down, they threw it again my way. Broke it up. Third down, they had thrown it my way. I broke it up. And then the play at fourth down, they had gone for it. They ran the ball up the middle. They scored a touchdown. And they went for it uh, for two. They threw it my way again. I broke it up. So I had like a whole whole sequence where I was just, they kept testing me and I kept breaking the ball up. And then everyone, every one of the other coaches, right, uh, coaches on the sideline, they're like hyping me up. And then I went to school the next day. The other coaches that weren't there, they were hyping me up. And then um, my position coach, who I really was expect, I was excited to hear him hype me up for once. He ain't said nothing to me about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, all right, I see how it is. And we get to a point in the season where um, they drug test everybody, and you know I wasn't smoking, drinking like that. But all the all the um, corners that were on varsity, all every single one of them, they were all seniors, and they all um, they all failed their drug test, right? So they had moved one person over to um, from receiver to corner for the game. And then I was like, oh, this is my chance. I'm about to go on varsity, right? Um, show people like I'm for real. I'm for real about this. And then um, instead, they had put the dude that I was playing over, and they moved him up to varsity. And like, that's my boy, so I wasn't mad for him. But I was upset that, you know, I'm having this really great year, you know what I'm saying? I'm not letting up no catches or nothing like that, and you're not going to give me the chance to prove myself, at yeah. least. And then, um, and then that just continued for the rest of the offseason, right? I just felt like he wasn't messing with me. And we get to spring ball. I have a really great spring ball, all right? So I have a so I have a coming off a really good year at um corner for my on JV my junior year. Then I have a really good spring ball year and I, I have a really good spring ball game. 
and we get to the end of the season, at the end of the year meetings, he's like, I'm going to keep it honest with you, right? Um, you played really good this year. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about that. You played really good this year. You played really good this spring. You played. Re- you've just been playing really good. I was like, I appreciate it, coach. It's like I see you're um, being more physical. I like everything you're doing right here, but I honestly, um, I don't like how your confidence is. So I'm gonna move this guy over here. I probably move him to corner, and you're probably not gonna be starting next year. And like I was just like, I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, I was over like. Like, I put all this work in. You see the work I'm putting in. You just acknowledge all the work I've been putting in. And you're still not going to let me start next year? Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> it was a, more or less the same. We got to um, the 7-on-7 seven seven tournaments, you know, because they have four seconds, um, no blitzing. So, yeah, four seconds for a quarterback without any blitzes. It's a lot of time. So, he's, so I'm over here playing the coverage like I'm supposed to, all right? He's looking left. He's looking right. So, he, he has a lot of time to go back and forth between the field, and he has no pressure. So, it's, um, so it's harder on the secondary. And I'm over getting chewed out every game, right? I'm like, nah, man, I'm tired of this. I just, I just didn't, and because I, I, that um, after he said that, I was contemplating on not putting football at all on my schedule, right? Just up and leaving. So, um, but I end up putting it on. I do the spring. I, I sign up for the uh, summer, summer, summer camp, summer practices. I do those first three games of the seven on seven this summer. The fourth game, I'm like, nah, I'm done. Like, I just don't go to the game. I skip the whole month of July of practice. And I get there in August, like, yeah, I don't even really want to be here because, you know, I know he's not messing with me, yeah. you know. And then turns out he's not the coach no more for my position. So um, then I'm like, oh, okay. It's like this coach that was with me on JV, so he knows I'm, um, how I how I work and how I set up. And then um, I didn't play great in the scrimmage, like I said earlier. So I didn't, and I didn't play the first two games, which I'm not really mad at. I missed a whole month of practice, and I didn't play great in the scrimmage. So I'm not expecting to start. And then um, they finally gave me the chance. I started showing them, hey, this is what, what y'all got on JV when I was playing against those dudes. I'm bringing it right here. So, like, y'all are seeing now that I really had it in me. Y'all just didn't give me a chance. Y'all didn't believe in me. Yeah. And then once they started believing me, that's when my confidence, uh, confidence came up. It's just that having a coach that doesn't believe in you and doesn't, if you feel like doesn't want to see you win, that does a toll on your confidence because, you know, um, I know you got to play for yourself, but at the same time, this is the guy that supposed to be putting you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And if he's not believing in you and not let, not doesn't think you can do what you um, want to do, um, you're not going to succeed. You're not going to feel good about yourself. If you don't feel good, you're not going to play good. That's exactly what was happening. I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing great because you just you told me you don't have confidence in me because I don't have confidence. How am I going to have confidence if you don't believe that I can do this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's um, supposed to be more than just a coach for you. Exactly. And especially being my position leader, coach, right? You would, I'd, I'd expected you to um, believe in me. Yeah. And the fact that you didn't, you know, it's what really threw me off. And that's why I really was thinking about quitting for the longest time. And at the end of the day, I'm glad I didn't because I was able to have fun with my friends. You know, I didn't, I didn't, because I wasn't, because I knew I was going to play college football. And I knew that starting my sophomore year of high school, I was like, I'm not going to play. I'm too small. I don't play, get enough playing time. So I was just there having fun with my friends. And then having him, you know, not um, looking down on me anymore, right? Yeah. Being able to play freely, being able to have people out there that support me and believe in me, you know, I was able to play even better than I had expected, right? I was, even though I only had three interceptions, I had the most interceptions on the team, right? I had a forced fumble, and then um, I had a bunch of pass deflections, and I played really good against some really good receivers. So um, I got to the point where, you know, he really held me back for not believing in me, for not, like, giving me the motivation that I needed at the time, you know, really not helping me come, not bringing me up. You know, he's really putting me down when I need someone to bring me up. Yeah. Especially the junior year, because my junior year was a really down time for me. Yeah. So um, that was the only point where I thought about, you know, quitting the game of football. 
And now that you say that, <clears throat> I'm thinking about, like, my time playing, too. This is probably my senior year of high school. And it was around that time where, or not even my, like, my junior and my senior year, where everyone is starting to get recruited. And this is the time on my offensive line, <clears throat> my bad, I had a guy who was 6'7". I had a guy who was 6'4". And I was the third tallest guy on my team, and which wasn't like crazy, but there was only like there were only a couple guys that wanted to play college ball, which was us three. And at that point, it was one of those things to where it was like they were getting recruited, which which is like they played amazing throughout their high school careers. And those those are my boys, Logan and Robbie. Y'all are my guys. But it was also to the point where one of my coaches came up to me, and I was six one, almost six mm-hmm. two at the time. I grew to six two now. I wish. But, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I I, I was six one at the time, and my recruiting coordinator was just telling me, "Yeah, man, this is this is what coaches are thinking." But he also had it to where like he didn't, he wasn't putting my name out to the same coaches. He was putting out with the other two because of my height in general. And that kind of, I won't say it took a toll on me because I, I put my name out to coaches in general. And two of the offers I got weren't even weren't even from mm-hmm. him. And, I, and trust me, I, I love that coach to death. But it was like, sometimes you got to do things for yourself too. And whenever whenever other people are getting recruited ahead of you, you still got to think those are still your guys. Like, you want them. You want them to get recruited, you know? But at the same time, you also got to look out for yourself, too. And I'm so proud of them. And Robbie's going to go to the league in a couple years, so I'm definitely excited for him. And it's just one of those things. And honestly, maybe not even playing football for me kind of helped me figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah, Because I went into college. And I was like, I don't even, like, I don't even know what to do at this point. And me, me not going to school for football, I wanted to go. I wanted to go to this one school, but it was a private school, and it was so expensive. Y'all, I got like thirty-seven thousand in academic scholarship, but it was still around like fifty a year. So that was like the main reason I didn't want to go because that was the main school I wanted to go to, but it just didn't work out how I wanted to, and. Just hearing my coach kind of say, "It's just because of your height," was like one of the is one of the worst things you can mm-hmm. hear. You feel me? Especially whenever I like I'm not even that short, mm-hmm. and I know there are six one linemen in the league right now who yeah. start. Like there's a six two lineman who plays center. I know there's a six two guard. Like like my old offensive line coach used to send us guys like that getting drafted all the time. So it's just like I, I know I'm good at this game. Like I, I've been talk, I've talked to two D one schools, but it just didn't work out. But at the same time, just just hearing that stuff from your own coach is just kind of like, okay, well, at this point, what can I do? Mm-hmm. So I kind of just help myself with that. Yeah, man. Let's talk about some of our favorite coaches, man. Um, you want to go first, or you want me to go first, man? I'll go ahead, and go first. <clears throat> so. My first coach, I'm gonna go with my boy, Coach Copeland, and he was Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yes, sir. 
And he he was with me basically all throughout high school, all four years, even when I transferred. So he, he was at me and Jerry's school at Heritage mm-hmm. whenever we were there. But he wasn't the offensive line coach. Yeah, he was a D-line yeah, coach because he, 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 he coached my cousin. My, my cousin played at Heritage too. So my cousin, um, he was coaching my cousin for like um, two or three years. But, yeah, like he – I played defensive line too my freshman year. I played both ways. So um, – at that point, he coached me that year and then found out I was going to Memorial. He was happy. And just whenever we went to Memorial, I was the only I was the only kid from Heritage who played on the offensive line at Memorial. So him kind of being there really helped me. And especially being an offensive lineman, he was my offensive line coach. And he was just one of the best things that could have happened to me because if it wasn't for him being there, if it wasn't for him believing, believing me, and I was one of the last guys on varsity. Like I, I got on varsity in the summer before, before the season even started. So it was just one of the last guys on the team. And he believed in me. Some of the other coaches believed in me. And another coach that is, is probably just my favorite coach of all time. And it was at Memorial. His name is Coach Grace. And Coach Grace is my favorite coach because he actually made it seem like Everybody like had my back. Everybody believed in me, and he had my back the most. And it was mainly because, like, he was he was our offensive coordinator, but he cared about the trenches the most. And it, it was just just a really good coach, bro. Like, we'd be in the weight room, and we'd be doing maxes, and I'd literally struggle on like the the last one I'm doing. He'd be like, "Put five more pounds on," <laughs> and, I, and I'd be like, "Coach, I can't do it," and he like put five more pounds on and I put five more pounds on and I do it again. Like li- literally this man has had my back through thick and thin. I, I went to him for a couple of things in high school. He's giving, he's giving me a ride home once, bro. Mm-hmm. Like most definitely one of like my favorite coach of all time. Yeah, man. I got a few coaches up here. I have coach Hooper, man. Coach Hoop. That's my guy, man. I love coach Hooper. I remember my senior year. Cause you know, right when, um, Right when, like, after uh, my art season, we had everything had shut down for COVID. So um, we had, like, a we had like a outdoor kind of walk-through graduation. And then I remember um, I, I walked up, coach said, hey, Reese, where are you playing this fall? Like, like I, like, um, <laughs> he's the only one to ask me if I was playing college ball. Like, I ended up not playing. But, um, like, I, I really appreciate it. Like, I really felt like he, he was one of the coach, um, coaches that really believed in me. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to be my position coach when I was a uh, freshman and a sophomore in high school. Then he moved over to coaches wide receivers, which, you know, he was more comfortable with because, you know, he played a, a little bit of wide receiver in the league. So, um, but, yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite coaches. Coach Priest, he was only there my freshman year. But um, he was the safety coach, I think. I think, he, And he did um, he did all the DBs for freshman, um, for freshman football. And then he was just one of my favorite coaches, you know. He put me in. He believed in me. You know, I remember when I grew out the fro. You know, he was digging the fro. He's a. He's a. He. Remember, I remember after uh, practice, he was like, he's like, Reese, where you from? I was like, this hair nice. Well, you got some <laughs> nice hair, boy. I was like, I appreciate it, coach. Because I tell you, when I was running, that fro was moving, boy. That fro was moving. Um, I also have Coach Bear Guest, also Coach Davis. I like that uh, guy. Coach Davis. He's he's the energy guy, yeah. man. He's just so fun. <laughs> I remember we were, we went out um, we had went out for one of my boys' birthdays um, after practice one day. 
And then Coach Aguess had pulled up. He said, he said, I can't be here with y'all. It's like against the rules. But hey, hey, Hamilton, uh, my bad, Hamilton. But he said, he said, here, here you go. Gave him a little bit of money for his birthday. He said, happy birthday, my boy. Yes, like, sir. Bro was just, bro was just an energy guy. I remember one day after practice, he was just there. We were, we were freestyling. He said, what y'all doing? And then uh, he came over. He said, give me a beat. It was rapid. Like, it was, he's just a funny guy, man. Are you ready to run through a wall for that guy? Exactly, dude. And that, um, he's, he, he believed in me as a running back my freshman year. Uh, he gave me a chance, and then uh, I'll talk about a little bit of that, a little bit more of that later. You know, this is a real long episode, man. It's going to be a real long episode. But my last coach is Coach Welch. He was my first, um, coach when I first started playing football, you know, in pads and everything back at Roach, you know, and, um, kind of just guided me man he was um he was another energy guy you know uh, we didn't get to meet him because you know he went to moss and i want to roach but um i love i love coach welch man he only coached me one year because then he stopped coaching so he could focus on his family and um watch his son play because his son was playing somewhere else so i would kind of wish i got that second year with him but um yeah definitely coach welch is up there you know we've talked about a lot of stories today man you got any, any other stories you want to tell the people at home listening um I mean, nothing crazy, but most definitely I got I got one. Not a, not even a specific story, but mm-hmm. it's just one of those things to get closer with the guys you're playing with. And my junior and senior year, we ended up going to well, the the offensive line. We went to our quarterback Charlie Flowers. <clears throat> we went to his house every single week for dinner the night before the game, and we'd be there. We and, and and the thing is, it wouldn't even be about football the night before the game, and it would just be one of the most enjoyable things we've done throughout the semester. And just it it was cool just chilling with him and his family. We don't even gotta talk about the game tomorrow because we've already been preparing all week. And e- even after that, you got things like close losses, bro. This is one story we played against Lake Dallas my junior year. And we we were up in the game, and they were driving, and and they had the ball like the thirty yard line, and me me and my boy Robbie were on the sideline, and we're we're looking we're looking at this corner right in front of us. We're on defense, and we're like, bro, we're about to get cooked. <laughs> we are about to get cooked. You can probably take a guess on who it is, Jaden. I'm not gonna name drop though. No, nah, name it, name it. No, that'd be so bad. But um. This man gets a PI, and they get like thirty yards off one play, and then they're probably they're they're like at the maybe maybe more than thirty, maybe even like forty, bro. And then you got the next play, and they're finna throw it to the same guy because they've been throwing it to the same like six four receiver all game. And one one of our guys, he was one of the most athletic guys on our team. They ended up the corner from the play before, and our other corner switched. And it was one of the most athletic guys we've had on the team. He just really didn't care to be at our school, which is why things really didn't work out for him, I'm guessing. But he ended up playing playing that and he was staring at the quarterback. And he there were two corners on the on like if you're on the defense side, there was two corners mm-hmm. on the left side of the field. And I'm looking at it and he's looking at the quarterback. Like and they're really about to snap the ball. And I'm like, bro, this guy's about to get cooked on a go. I'm talking mm-hmm. to Robbie. And Robbie's just Robbie's not even saying anything. He's like locked in watching. I'm like, bro, like he's about to get he's about to get cooked. And when I tell you, this man runs a go, and 
this man gets cooked. Mm-hmm. And they end up scoring a touchdown, and we have like 26 seconds left to score. And I was so mad when that happened, y'all, because I literally called it. Because there is no reason you're actually looking at the quarterback right now when you're the furthest away from the ball. Were y'all in man? I don't even know. Because if, if you're, you're in zone, you got to look at the quarterback. Like, you're, you're coached to keep your eyes on the quarterback the whole time. But at the same time, there's deep eyes that you have to look at. So if his eyes are looking deep, they probably were. He should have dropped. Bro, that don't matter to me because he got cooked. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it don't even matter to me, bro. But it, it was one of those games where – you really shouldn't have lost, but you ended up losing. I'm pretty sure that was our homecoming too, bro. So that that's what Dang. made it. That's what made it even worse. Like we would have won our homecoming. The bitches were watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. That they were. Bro was not Jordan Poole, I guess. Yeah, and then one one of the one of the one things I was mainly proud about, at least my senior year, I ended up. I had a really good year my senior year, and. I ended up, I didn't think I was going to get this, but we have a banquet at the end of the year. And I didn't think it was going to go to me, but we ended up, I ended up getting Offensive Lineman of the Year award because they basically went, like, our awards kind of went through, like, statistics, basically. And I, I had the best stats out of every lineman in our group that year. And I, like, I, I went in there, I was like, dang, I don't even, I was just there. I, I thought Robbie was going to win it or something. But I ended up winning it, and, and all of them were proud of me. And that that was really good for me too. Like those are my dogs. I love them to death. And just that that was a really fun night for me. And I I ended up making second team all district that year too. I was so mad I didn't get first, y'all, because even though even though I didn't get first, guys who were in front of me were respectable. I'm pretty sure Cole Hudson was in first. He plays tackle at the University of Texas right now. And I'm pretty sure that there, there was this other guy. He played for Lovejoy, and he also went D1. I don't know exactly where he went, but he went D1 too. So I was like, I guess that's fair. So I wasn't really tripping. And I even played against guys like Nate Anderson, if y'all know. I, I know most Frisco guys know him. And he, he, was, a, he was a really high-ranked guard coming out of college. I don't know if he's played at OU much. But uh, I think he's a senior this year, too. But I don't know if he redshirted or not. But that was definitely one of – those are some really fun years of my life. And just one of the things, especially with that award that I got, I didn't think I'd get it. And that that really showed me that people believed in me, too, especially my offensive line coach, because he was excited to um, bring that award to me. Even my junior year, whenever Coach Coble ended up leaving – that was whenever we figured out we really had to lock in. Because mm-hmm. imagine, getting, imagine getting a new position coach your senior year. Yeah. And, it was, and it's like one of the guys got a concussion, like first game and got benched like the rest of the year. Because, I mean, another guy stepped up and he played well. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it was just one of those things to where, like, you got to lock in, really really just sit there and be be like contemplate and be like this, I need a <laughs> I need to tap in right now play mm-hmm. my best and I, I I love I love my next coach I forgot I forgot to even write his name coach Bass bro coach Bass was really good coach and I love that guy he, he has to do some crazy drills sometimes but it it was all for the better bro and one of the best coaches I've had in the span of a year so yeah that that was mainly all the stories I really wanted to tell None of them were really, like, long, but just lessons and stuff like that.
and those are pretty good stories, man. Some great stories, man. I don't know if I can top them. I don't have much, but um, I have one. Uh, cause like I said earlier, I had three turnovers my senior year. I had one that one interception I talked about earlier. I had another interception where it was um, I was in man, and then I was playing the outside corner, and then this dude. This dude was talking trash all game. Like bro thought he was good. Bro was bad. Like bro had bro had caught because he was, <laughs> bro a play, was bad. Because bro was playing in the slot at first, and then bro would push off. So I I tripped, and then um he like got me on the out route because he pushed off me when I'm playing in the slot, and I tripped. And then he did it, and they didn't throw it him, so he did, did it again, and they threw it him this time. But this time he after I tripped, he tripped because bro's just pushing off. Like yeah, bro's like this dude's trash. He can't guard me. So they threw him a hitch route. Um, a couple, like, right before half, they're going down the field. They're in their own territory. They're on, like, the 40-yard line. They throw a hitch, which is, if you don't know what a hitch is, it's a five-yard route where they run five yards and they stop, turn around. I'm in man. I'm at the, his hip. He catches the ball. But bro's soft. So when he comes <laughs> down with the ball, I rip that thing out of his hands because bro's weak. So I'm like, I got the ball. I pick that off. And you then bro, soft hands, bro throws brother. me on the ground. Like, bro's, bro's on the ground. I'm like, bro, like, you suck, bro. You're sorry, bro. I'm over there cheering my teammates. <laughs> like, bro's not nice. Like, and then um, bro thought he was him, but he really wasn't. They ended up winning the game, so he was still, like, he was still talking trash. But, like, bro, you're not doing anything, bro. Like, you're, like, 6'2". You just got mm-hmm. mossed by a 5'8 corner. Like, what do you want, brother? <laughs> Like, what school was this? This was um Centennial, bro. <clears throat> bro, Centennial was so trash. They were garbage, bro. They they scored they um won off of a fake punt to like their running back because their running back was good. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He was nice. And then um later that season, I got a forced fumble on accident because it, w- it was cold outside. So like I had like two shorts on, I couldn't feel my body. And the, the running back got the ball. This is a big running back. I just threw my body at him, and the ball came out. And then uh I guess we had got the ball. I went over to the sideline, and coach was like. Reese, you see, you forgot that fumble. Mm-hmm. I was like, there was a fumble on the field. Like, I didn't even know. I just hit him. I thought I got the tackle. He was like, it was like, you gotta keep, you gotta keep your head up. I was like, I was like, no, I, I guess so. But um, there was that, and I, like I said, I had played running back. And then um, I remember my freshman year, like I was talking with Coach Guest because he was the only one that really, um, really, really thought I was a pretty good running back. I had the potential to be a good running back. Yeah, because I played running back and receiver a little bit my freshman year. And then um, I remember the very first game, we were playing Lone Star, and this is their B team. So I was like, and they were beating us because we were bad. But, like, what's it <laughs> called? We, we still won, like, 6-4 and four that year. But, like, we were getting shat on. And then, our, like, they put me in our running back at the end of the game. Like, I played corner earlier, but this is my first nap at running back. First, first play, I get the ball. I go, like, five, six, seven yards, something like that, get tripped and go down. I'm like, all right, bet. They give me the ball again. It's like, oh, I got seven yards. Let them eat. Yeah. And go, I get, I'm in a pile. We're all pushing. We're driving. Ball gets ripped out of my arms, and they take it all the way to the end zone. That's insane. I was like, I was just there like, what? I was like, <laughs> bro, got stripped. I was like, God dang. Like, because it was like this big dude. I was like, why are you on the field, bro? You're too big to be doing all this. Go sit on the bench. Yeah. Like, y'all up by too much. But then later that game, like, I was playing, like, um, they had put me in one game. I hadn't played all game. They put me in at the very end of the game. From 20 yards out, I score a rushing touchdown on my very first play my because boy. because they're soft, bro. I'm just, I'm just kidding, but um, they couldn't handle me, bro. They wasn't ready. I yank, dink, dink. Like I'm, I'm quick. So the game, then we had a bye week, and then like after the bye week, coach was like, "Hey, Reese, you know what? I'm gonna start you this game." I'm like, say less. I'm gonna start, coach. I got you. First three plays, I get the ball once, and I go for like a yard or two because I get tripped at the line of scrimmage because there was no hole, and then 
uh, coach takes me out for the rest of the game. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm starting this game, and you're not yeah. – like, y'all gave me the ball once. I couldn't do nothing. But a couple games later, we play, like, Lebanon Trail, and we get, we're getting blown out. And I'm like, okay. They put me in on the last uh, drive of the game. I get – and we're, like, in a – we're getting, like, a second and 30 or something, second 38. And I get, like, 20 yards on, like, one run. Like, I don't I think it's 20. It's probably, like, 10 or 15. But, like, it was a designated run inside. I hit the hole, and there was no hole. I was like, dink, dink, hit that dink outside, and I just get – I get fetched from the back. But and coaches came up to me. He was like, "If you put your mind to it, you could be a really good running back." I didn't end up playing running back, but um, that was some that was really good memories. I like playing offense. I was just better at defense. Mm-hmm. If I would have applied myself to offense, I probably would have been pretty okay. But I was still two under. I felt like I was two undersized to play running back yeah. really well. Now that you said that, I have or you still got one more, right? I got a couple. You can go ahead. But but um, there was this one. There was this one game. I was just thinking about it, like as Jerry was speaking. And it was whenever it was my first time playing in Prosperous Stadium, and it was probably was this in high school or was yeah this, this okay. is in high school, and th- besides like the Lebanon Trail game my sophomore year probably the most fun I've had in the game, and the game started off like really bad they they were getting we played Prosper Rock Hill, mm-hmm. they were over here getting onside kicks bro like our our defense was selling and and our offense was too like our our quarterback at the time was. Ended up throwing, like, two picks and fumbled, too. So, and Charlie wasn't starting at the time, but they ended up bringing Charlie back in the game. And that's when everything changed, bro. And the offensive line was already playing good. So, like, we and we saw Charlie back in the game because we've been playing with Charlie since the school opened. So, I, I won't say it was, like, a connection thing, but, like, Charlie definitely got us more than our backup quarterback did. And whenever he came in, it was just all rain, bro. Like, I tell you, we were getting pancakes every play. There was this one play. I think this is the play to take the lead. We ended up winning this game 35 to 33. And we ended up running a quarterback designated run to the right side. When I tell y'all, I'll try to find the film on it. And we end up running that. Everybody got a pancake on this play. <laughs> Every single offensive lineman. And it was like, it's literally like music to my ears, bro. Like, and, and that's why I be telling y'all, like, bro, whenever I watch NFL, I'm just watching the offensive line for real. Because it's like, it's crazy to see how things actually work. Mm-hmm. And especially like Lions versus Chargers where... You saw David oh, Montgomery yeah. Yeah. first play in the offensive line. He's pushing them yes. three yards off the line. Yes, yeah. bro. It's literally a, a sight to see. I mean, we were doing that to him all second half, and it was so nice to see, bro. Charlie was throwing dots, bro. We we ran the ball right down their throat, and people were trying to talk mess to the mm-hmm. offensive line. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> we, we, we ran the ball up the middle one time, and this guy, this guy was getting up. I was like, "Better look next time, buddy." Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> bro, you, you was talking trash, bro. I, bro. One time, uh, I got a flag thrown on me because Robbie was talking trash. <laughs> 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 I was like, "This is racially motivated, bro." bro I never talk trash, bro. <laughs> I had one thing I did when, after pass um, breakup. I just crossed my arms and said, "Nope." Yeah, bro. Bro, my, my celebration was trash. I've been thinking about it ever since I graduated. I was like, I needed a better celebration. I got a better celebration now. I sold Darius Slay's um, the finger wag. Mm-hmm. I stole that shit. But I was like, damn, I should have did this shit in high school. I suck. Yeah, bro. Whenever I was in high school, I 
I really only talked mess whenever Robbie talked mess because my 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 trash talk wasn't that good in high school. But I would definitely talk my mess. But Robbie was so OD with it to where it was like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let him talk trash alone. I'm a I'm gonna call you trash too. I'm gonna say you suck. Nah, I ain't talk trash. I was too small to talk trash. If I got them mad at me, I'd have been like, nah, I'd, I'd, be, mess- I'd be messing with them. I'd be, like, I'd be like telling jokes on the side. Yeah. Because I'm a funny guy. Bro, only time that we told jokes was whenever it was like the end of the game. We'd be like, what y'all finna go eat after this? Or, mm-hmm. or what y'all eat pregame? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but stuff like that, yeah. bro. But whenever I saw like a big old receiver, I said, bro, what the fuck you be eating? <laughs> nah, for real. Because <laughs> like, I have to guard them. So I'm like, bro, what are you eating, bro? <laughs> It's like, put me on. <laughs> bro, when I tell you, we, we had to block this one guy. I swear, bro, was like 400 pounds. And we were like, bro, <laughs> what did you eat today, bro? <laughs> bro, when your stomach starts to hurt, that means to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. It was crazy. But most definitely, I, I wasn't like too much of a trash talker. But if my boys was talking trash, I was not going to let them talk trash alone. Most definitely. No, nah, I remember um, it was just a couple week, uh, a couple months ago when we were playing an real game. It was that last? It was that first playoff game, mm-hmm. and then we remember that one big black dude on that on that team. I remember, bro. Like, um, what's it called? I went over to his because um, because I was the safety, so I was over on his side. That was, was my end, right? Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I was like, hey, big dog. He looked at me. He's like, what the fuck you be eating? Bro just started laughing, bro, at the line of scrimmage because bro was like too old. Bro got like, around me once and said, "You got to be quicker than that." <laughs> Oh I was like, say no more. And I didn't let him get around me again. Nah, bro. That dude was too big, man. I used to be a kick returner too, bro. Like, sometimes I put me in and out, put me in and out, bro. It was my first game at kick returner, bro. It was the first kick of the game, right? We were getting the ball first. The, I got, the ball got lost in the air, in the, in the sun. Mm-hmm. Hit me in the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Wait, 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 you let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. It hit me in the helmet and rolled to the back of the end zone. And um, I could have just had it go there because it just it bounced, but it was in the back of the end zone. I didn't like grab it or anything, so I could have picked it up or anything. I could have like sat on it, got the yeah. knee. I didn't know that. <laughs> I picked the ball up and I'm over here. I'm trying to look for a hole. I was like, oh my god, I'm in the end zone. There's like four dudes around me. Yank, yank, dink, dink. I'm running. Boy, bro, you thought you was cold, bro. I ran like 25 <laughs> yards, 25, 30 yards. I get shoelace tackled. You suck. Because bro, <laughs> I was really bad at keeping my feet driving. If I would have kept my feet driving, I would have scored. Bro, and then, but like, but like in middle school, they used to have me at returner every game. Mm-hmm. I dropped the ball every time. You suck. <laughs> I, I just I, I wasn't good at it. I, I got better at it when I got to high school. I still dropped. It still hit me in the helmet that one game. Then later that season, I like juke two dudes. But like, what's it called? When I caught the ball, but like there was no blocking at all. So I like I got tackled immediately. There was this one play. We ended up playing Lovejoy. It was our junior year. And our, our receiver caught a slant, and he fumbled, and the ball was in the end zone. And me and Rob, <laughs> we're trying to go get the Which ball. Which one of y'all scored? Which R- one of y'all? Rob scored. Ah, Rob scored. But so. the thing is, like, we both fell at the same time, but I fell, like, on top of him. Oh, okay. I- I'll-, I'll have to get the picture. But it- it's a funny picture. It- and it was one of the things that me and Rob still argue about to this bro, day. he wanted it more. I guess he did, he bro. And, and he got the touchdown on the stat sheet, I think. Man, I know you mad. I know you je- not mad, but you jealous. Sick, bro. You jealous. Sick. Rob, Rob when I see you, it's up, bro. <laughs> it's on site, playboy. It's on site. Man, another um, thing I want to talk about real quick is I went to some Michael Crabtree football camps. And I remember one, um, it was, I played, it was like, I think it was the first one I went to. And then um, there was a hella NFL people there. It was Michael Crabtree, obviously. Amari Cooper was there. Khalil Mack. Ted Ginn, and then all of them, I was trying to get a someone's autograph, bro. You know whose autograph I ended up getting? 
EJ Manuel. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. You know, didn't EJ Manuel was trash? I know, bro. I'm bro, I, can't, I kept washing the, uh, the shirt, bro. I got the signature off of that shit. <laughs> no way you washed the signature off, bro. EJ, EJ Manuel did to play a single snap, bro. Bro was never a starter. Didn't you miss a camp with like Michael Vick there or something? Oh my goodness, oh, bro. Michael Vick is my favorite player of all time, and then um, it was my freshman year. And then um, I had I was at home. I was watching the Eagles game. I had my I had my Michael Vick jersey on, bro. It was on my body. And then what's it called? And then the earlier that week, coach had said he said um, he said, hey, I need a little, I need some somebody to help. You want to help Reese at the seven on seven camp? You won't be playing, but I need your help with it. I was like, hell no, I don't want to help. I was like, I'm not gonna play it. That's gonna be boring. And then like I get I, I'm at home chilling, and my friend I look at my friend Snap, my, that boy Matt Sanders, that boy Matt. Was posted up and Mike Vick going crazy. Oh, I was like, no, I was I was in the living room. I was like, oh my god, I was just yelling. That's insane. I was bro. so mad, bro. Cause the thing is, I was down the street and then what's it called? I was like, bro, did I pull up? He's like, nah, it's too late, bro. He's already gone. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was about to cry, bro. Cause he's like, bro, that's my favorite player. I was like, that's my favorite player too. I was like, fuck, bro. I was like, God, bro. I was so upset, bro. Like that's the one. That's the one thing I've been so mad about. Like I've met the Marcus Lawrence, bro. Like, Same. like the Marcus Lawrence, he's cool, but I want to be Michael Vick, bro. That's Most my definitely. that's my favorite player of all time. Like that's you if you met Cam Newton. Like you, like Boy. imagine, imagine, bro. Imagine you're like, um, you have a day off of work, right? Like this is back when you were working at Home Depot, right? And you're like, hey, you want to come in, um, Jalen? Oh, we need a little help. It's like, no, nah, I'm straight. No. <laughs> And then your boy, look at your, on Snapchat, your boy's posted up at Cam Newton. (laughs) I'd be so sick. I'd go into work. I'd call Cam. No, 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 no. And he's like, it's like, bro, I'm about to pull up. He's like, it's too late. It's too late. Bro, I'd be so mad. Bro, I was. I'd crash out, bro. I was upset, man. I'd crash out. All right, man. We better wrap up our episode, but do you have any advice you have for younger people trying to play sports or that are playing sports? I mean,. Just any advice I have for you, always bet on yourself. I'll say that, like, if, if you start playing a sport, I mean, you, you can start because you like it. I don't really it, – it just depends on how you start. I mean, if your parents sign you up and you like it. I mean, that, I feel like that's how, like, everybody gets into sports. Your parents are mm-hmm. going to sign you up whenever you're young. But, I mean, most definitely if you like it, stick with it. But always, like, play for yourself too, like – don't don't try to play because you think it's beneficial to your mom or your dad. Like you, like you, you can find other things to do. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that throughout my lifetime. And most definitely, if you're finna go play sports, just to always just bet on yourself, bro. And and that's really just life advice in general, bro. Like you gotta bet on yourself with anything you do. So that's mainly all I got. Yeah. Um. That's some good advice. I have pretty much the same thing, man. I just, just, you know, you have to find a way to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it because your parents want you to. Don't do it because your friends are telling you to do it. Don't do it because you think it's cool to play a sport. Don't do it because you think you're going to get hoes. I promise you, if you have no hoes before you play a sport, you're going to have no hoes after. It Well, however, if you're like in seventh grade or something, bro, eighth grade, and your friends tell you to play football. Oh, yeah. Then I, I'd try it out, but if you're uh-huh. like in high school, bro, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you can try some. Like if you're gonna play the sport, you gotta find a reason to love it. If you don't like playing the sport specifically, you can, if you like playing it out with your friends at practice or at the games, play for that. You know what I'm saying? Play play your high school career 
so you can play with your friends, so you can have fun with your friends. If you enjoy the sport, if you have love for the sport, play because you love the sport. Yeah, just always right? have a reason you're doing mm-hmm. something. Like me, I didn't have a when I didn't when I was about to quit. I didn't have a reason to play, right? You know what I'm saying? Like my friends, I wanted to play with them, but I wasn't playing, so I would have yeah. just been there. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I didn't have anyone to believe in me. I, like only um, I was gonna play. I didn't have no reason to play, but I had to look inside myself. And like, is this what you want to do? I was like, yeah, a little motivation for my parents, my family. I decided, you know, I do enjoy playing the game. I do enjoy the game of football. You know, I'm not going to let this take my love away for the sport. And then yeah. I do want to have fun with my friends. So I, that's the reason why I went into it. That's also one more thing. Don't let people take away your love for the game just because of how they feel. And that even goes back to whenever Jerry was talking about his coach, whenever he was finna quit. Like, <clears throat> if you truly love something, that's you. Don't let other people try to bring you down. And that's still, like, life advice, bro. Mm -hmm. So that's all I got for you. Yeah, man, that's going to wrap up our episode. We'll be back on Monday with some more NFL, some more um, NBA talk. You know, we'll be back next week. We have a special episode next week. Next week will be our Thanksgiving special, you know. um, So you have something to look forward to. You have anything to say, Jay, to the people that listen at home? I ain't got nothing to say. Thank you all for tuning in week in and week out. All right, man, we appreciate you all. All right, catch you all.